All right, welcome back to another episode. Uh, you already know the drill by now. Uh, my name is David. I'm here, joined as I always am by Mr. Wyatt. How you doing? What's up, guys? How's it going? All right. So, like I said, we know the drill. Let's get right to it. Last Thursday night, Green Bay at Philadelphia finally broke the trend of shitty Thursday night games. Yeah. This game was awesome. Uh, Philly ended up winning 34-27. Initial thoughts? Um, well, initially, I thought, you know, Philly, this was kind of like a must-win for Philadelphia in terms of, you know, if they were to lose, they'd go down to 1-4, and four, and, you know, they would have lost to crucial division opponents. So um, I felt like this was kind of a – for a game this early in the season, it was pretty critical for them to win. Um, and I think they did a lot better, especially on offense, looking at uh, establishing their run game. I think Jordan Howard finally had a big game. Oh, yeah, I felt like he nowhere. was kind of a guy that was like sort of being underused throughout the season. Um, I, I don't think he really had done much up until this week. I think he had, yeah, he had 15 carries for 87 yards and two touchdowns. I think he got a receiving touchdown, and too. And he had a receiving touchdown. Yeah, yeah so he had, uh, he had 28 yards in the air. Also, I thought, uh, is it Miles Sanders? Yeah. Yeah, Miles Rookie. Sanders looks good out there, too. Yeah. He's like a fast young back uh, with a lot of a agility. He was the guy who was supposed to be their lead back, I right. think, people yeah. thought. Now he's still returning kicks. So yeah, he's still returning kicks. Not he's a good definitely, he seems like the definite second option there. But, yeah. Uh, I think that's something to look forward to in the future as far as him as a player. Um, Carson Wentz probably had his best game. He had no interceptions. I feel like that's probably the biggest you know takeaway from that. Yeah. Um, as far as the Packers go, you know, obviously we talked about their defense a lot last week. Not so much this week. We didn't see that same defense. Um, Aaron Rodgers kind of was very un-Aaron Rodgers throughout the game, which has kind of also been something that's been happening this yeah. season. It's kind of just a trend, a growing trend, I think, you know, dating back to last year, I think. Right, just four games now that he hasn't really looked like Aaron Rodgers. Right, and I think last year wasn't an Aaron Rodgers year. Granted, there was a lot of turmoil with the the coach and everything, but, yeah, I thought this this was a very entertaining game, for sure. What, What do you think? It's funny. So we talked. We were just like raving about the Packers D last week, and of course they make, make us look, look like idiots. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so I wrote some numbers down for this. So the first three games they averaged or they allowed thirty-five points total. This game they allowed thirty-four. 34. Wow. Yeah, Eagles got over five yards of carry. Just pretty much moved the ball. Yeah, no problems. Uh, but like you said, Aaron Rodgers didn't do great. So I don't think it's fair to put it all on the defense because there was one play we're at the end of the half. He got strip sacked while they were driving or like deep in their own territory. Right. So. Then the defense not very big back, yeah. yeah. And then of course he came back and still led them for a touchdown on that next drive. Right. But that's not fair to put your defense like, oh here, here guys, I know you just got off the field, come back on, yeah. give you know twenty yards touchdown. Yeah. So a little skewed, but th- I mean this is the Eagles though. We kind of touched on it last week where they can look terrible and lose to the Falcons one week and then beat the undefeated Packers the next yeah, week. So definitely, and I think uh, also we kind of talked a little bit last week. I think the one thing we said when we were talking about the Packers' defense was that they hadn't necessarily played a great offense yeah. yet. And I think that was kind of confirmed to a certain extent, you know, because obviously the Vikings continue to struggle. The Bears, even though they played each other and they won, the Bears won, continue to struggle on offense. So um, it's going to be interesting going forward to see what this Packers' defense could do. Because yeah. if they could play the way they played early in the season, then this is a top team. But if they just revert back to the old Packers, then... I don't. They're a fringe wild card. Yeah, it'll be a lot of shootouts. Yeah, and exactly. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is ready for that. But right, so maybe that's on us. We should have realized the first three weeks they yeah. went against Biscuits, Cousins, and Flacco. Oh, the now, other one was Flacco. No, okay. yeah, that sounds like the worst law firm mm-hmm. in America. <laughs> Biscuits, Cousins, and Flacco. I wrote that joke down. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to see how it played out. Practicing my stand-up, but yeah, so we should have known. And Carson Wentz is on another level from those three guys. So yeah, definitely. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So I mean. 
I mean, we learned, I guess, a little bit about each team, but they're both still yeah. serious contenders. That's definitely, like definitely. not the last we'll hear from either of them. And uh, one thing I would say with the Eagles too, and I think this is like you see the same thing with like Deshaun Watson, but Carson Wentz just is taking a lot of punishment back there. And obviously, he's been a guy that's had a pretty long uh, history with injury. Right. And so, I think crucial to their season is going to be obviously protecting him and keeping him healthy because there's no Nick Foles now. Yeah. Know, who is their backup even? I have no idea. Yeah. It's probably no, fucking yeah. Matt Barkley or someone. He's actually, on the no, Bills. Matt Barkley's yeah. on the Bills. <laughs> that's the only reason we know that is because he actually got in the <laughs> right, game. Right. But yeah, no, that's right. I don't know. How did they do protecting him that game? Like, uh, he had good numbers, but the Packers yeah, let's had, check the stats really quick. Or the sacks. They had three quarterback hits, but no sacks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense then. Uh, no sacks and they win. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of their game plan, that, that, their blueprint for right. winning. And I think, yeah, as long as they're able to take the pressure off them too with the run game, it's going to be big moving forward for them. Pretty good game, entertaining game yeah. compared to some of the other Thursday night games, especially. That was... That was refreshing to have a good game to start the yeah. week four off. But uh, uh, well, I'll say one more thing for okay. the Packers is uh, Aaron Rodgers was their leading rusher with 46 yards, which is a positive Ooh. and a negative. And I think when he's on the move and he's like he's rushing for those first downs, yeah. that's when their offense is at their best. But at the same time, Aaron Jones. I mean, if you have him in fantasy, he continues to put up numbers, but he's yeah. not really you know he's getting touchdowns, but he's not really getting yards. And what did then, he have this game? Like 20. He had 13 carries for 21 yards in a tub. Wow, less so than two yards to carry. Six average, yeah. not, not ideal. Not so good. Okay. That's pretty much what it's been outside of week one. Yeah. Win. And uh, I know, uh, is it Jennings or? Oh, back? Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams oh. went down with. Yeah. It looked like a pretty gnarly. Well, that's, actually, that's probably going to be a problem for them. Yeah, because who knows? They have to probably sign someone, or like right. they might have a rookie or something yeah. on their roster. But Jamal Williams was a really solid backup. Exactly. Somehow. I almost thought he might supplant uh, Jones at one point. I did today, see there were games they were splitting snaps pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think. It was about 50-50. So we'll see how that affects them moving forward. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, that was actually – I wrote that down. There was – Jamal Williams got that scary hit. I think he got carted off. And then right. someone on the Eagles at the end of the game, same thing happened. Oh, it was uh, the cornerback. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, but right before the last play also, I think it was – Yeah. Because there was like a long 15-minute break. And then it's kind of fitting that it ends that way because yeah. you don't really – I feel like no one at that time is thinking about, like, football necessarily because yeah. – that was crazy. He no, was that was down. weird. That was, that was, that yeah. was like, there was like a minute 12 left in the game or something like that, yeah. too. I think it was yeah. his own guy that took him out. Uh, yeah, it didn't look like – neither of them looked like dirty plays. Yeah. But it was just – that's just football. Definitely. Like you're moving so fast, and these guys are crazy athletes, yeah. monsters. So if he's running to each other wrong, it's, yeah. It'll, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. But glad – I think I saw that they're both okay. I think Jamal Williams is supposed to play this week possibly. Really? Which would be pretty insane. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move to a game that happened less than two miles from here, actually. Mm. Rams, Bucks. This might be through the first quarter of the season, probably the weirdest game. It was pretty probably strange, the weirdest yeah. game. Definitely weird. Yeah. So Bucks win fifty five to forty. Uh-huh. Yes, that was I didn't yeah. say that wrong. Fifty five forty. Goff put up crazy numbers. If you looked at his passing yards, you'd think, right. Whoa, what a stud. No, that's no. Three interceptions. Not. Three interceptions and a fumble. Yeah. And I saw a stat that he's fumbled in like thirteen straight games mm-hmm. or something like that. No, it's his bad for him. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked. We've talked about this all season. I feel like is that Goff seems to kind of be getting exposed a little bit as the system quarterback, and you know, yeah. there's still those plays, those really well designed routes where like Cooper Cup just gets open down the middle mm-hmm. for like 40 yards, and then we could hit him in stride, right, probably. exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I think teams are starting to figure out McVay a little bit more, and I think they're able to kind of. Uh, it looks like if you put pressure on Goff at this point, you know, you get in his face and you make yeah. him make a quick decision. Usually, he's gonna make a fucking bad decision. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's 
going to be a problem for the Rams, definitely. He knows. I feel like he knows that he's fumbling a lot, too. Yeah. So if you get pressure on him, it's in his mind. Like, exactly. oh, i got to get rid of it quick. And right. we know he's not at his best when he's, you know, throwing the ball quick. Exactly. Without actually. When he's thinking that yeah. much, too. Yeah. yeah. And this is a weird stat that I noticed or watching the first quarter of the game. Gurley didn't get a single carry the first quarter. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I mean, we've never gotten an explanation, really, on that situation. Never. I mean, Never. we know he has some lingering injury problems, but there's nothing has to. like, yeah. It has to be, because what else would it be? Like, they're saving him? But right. if you're saving him, you would use him, you would think, in a game like this. Right, you think at least more sparing, you know? Yeah. Just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And probably related, the Rams didn't score at all in the first quarter. Right. And this is a defense that Danny Dimes just sliced up. So maybe Danny Dimes is already <laughs> better than Goff, which it's, could be, I mean, that's completely possible, it's actually. It's possible, yeah. But that was just, it's just weird. I don't understand what... Like, is it Sean McVay or is it Gurley slash Goff? I mean, I think, you know, the Rams offense kind of gives the illusion that it's a heavy passing offense because they yeah. do throw a lot and they operate out of the shotgun a lot. But it's definitely – it's an offense that's based out of play action. And to establish play action, obviously, you got to run the ball. you got to run it effectively. Yeah. And I think when that's not there, you know, uh, the offense doesn't cook. I think if you look at, like, the Bengals, you know, one of mm-hmm. Sean McVay's protégés, they're kind of trying to do the same thing over there in Cincinnati except they have a terrible offensive line. Yeah. They can't run the ball, and so that offense just kind of stalls out. Yeah. And I think you're seeing, a, like, obviously it's not as bad, but a version of that in uh, in Los Angeles with the Rams. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought, you know, it's funny, the Bucks, the Bucks like, never win pretty. Like, even, like, you know, they're up 21 nothing. You're like, holy shit, like, are the Bucks going to fucking blow up the Rams here? And then it's like, before you know it, it's 21-14, yeah. and it's all a game. And, you know, even when it seemed like they had it locked up, Jameis just – Yep. He had to do his famous, famous Jameis. Man. He's like, should we just end this game? No, no, no. Let's make it interesting. That was a bizarre. For the that was like a point shaving pick yeah. six too, because it was like I think he had two guys open, and he kind of just threw in the middle. Just let's fucking, make this interesting. Yeah, like, I'm bored right now. Yeah, it was fucking weird. And Marcus Peters, by the way, got yeah, level. That's another. The end of, yeah. I don't know who that offensive lineman for the Bucks was, but goddamn, that was like a that scary was, play. That was bad. Yeah, and that was one where it was probably unnecessary. He was already like crossing the end, the goal line. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was just a frustration one. Mm-hmm. But that's funny that you made the point about uh, play action because I actually wrote that exact same thing down. Because when Gurley's not Gurley, Goff doesn't look anywhere right. near as good. People always say Dak Prescott needs Zeke, but I think Gurley, or, uh, Goff needs Gurley the most out of any oh, yeah. quarterback running back. No, duo, I, I agree with that, totally. And if he's not being used, which he's not this season, Goff doesn't look as good as he has. Right. And so I, Okay, so I went back and looked – so, so far through four games this season, Gurley has 49 carries, so like 12 a game. Last season, he was averaging 18 a game, 18 wow. carries. So that's a whole 33%, a whole third of carries more. Yeah. And, I mean, and to go on your point about them kind of trying to maybe, like, just limit his reps, I would say, like, that one touchdown run that he had, he looked pretty good. He was oh, my God. Like, it looked like Gurley out there, you know. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a half-fucking-ass version He of took him. on, like, th- two linebackers yeah. and just knocked them both back. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was classic Gurley. Yeah. So, I mean – makes you wonder you know if he could do really that does. on that play is, is he is it they're just trying to rest him or, that's what, what i mean it's it? just a this is one of the more weird like situations that we've yeah. seen in the nfl because Definitely. we haven't got an explanation right right and right. When, whenever they ask mcveigh always just says he's fine like, yeah like we're, we're not gonna get an explanation yeah at this we point all, no. we all know that's not the case that he's just fine but yeah and he, he's lucky that they keep winning because if they were right. one in three and Gurley's getting he got five carries this game which they were down big so five carries. five carries yeah yeah so I mean they, they were down big but yeah. still five carries see that goes beyond load management yeah load management yeah. is like ten carries right like twelve what he's averaging 
that's not even sure. 12k. That's, yeah, that's, that's nothing. That's, that's not that money. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're talking about a bruiser, you're talking 20, 20 Right. So 15, I would think, would be yeah. loge management. But no, that's this that's is something weird. else. This yeah. is weird. Like you said, you're right. I mean, you're lucky they've been winning, or they're lucky they've been winning. Yeah. Like three and one still, so it's not like it's time to panic or anything mm-hmm. like that for the Rams. But the season's going to be a lot more of an uphill climb. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they start, because their division looks good. Yeah. We talked about it off air, but if they start. You know, if they lose to the Seahawks and the Niners and get, you know, get in the hole in their division, do we see old school Gurley? That's right. when we'll really know right, right, exactly. what's going on. Right. If the Rams are five and four, it's right. like, what's, what's happening there? Yeah, exactly. And so, last, last point about this game. I just want to bring up this question since we just roasted Goff for like five minutes. Is he just Matt Ryan reincarnated? Dude, you know, they kind of look alike now that you say it. Dude, they're both 6'4". They're both... <laughs> Right around 220 pounds, just random, like, yeah. goofy white dude look. They both went to, like, you know, kind of, like, preppy private schools. Yeah, private schools. or like, oh, no, Berkeley's public school. Yeah, but, like, yeah. same idea. Boston yeah, yeah, College, yeah. Berkeley, same thing. Yeah. That's, like, the Berkeley of Boston, probably. Pretty much, right. And not really known for football, but mm-hmm. not terrible schools, so they were, you know, right. good enough to get drafted like, high. You're not shocked that a guy comes out of there. But. Right. And so, but here, so here's the parallels. So... Matt Ryan won that MVP a couple years ago. Yeah. Last season, there was a bunch of Goff MVP buzz mm-hmm. just because he was putting up crazy numbers. Then after that Super Bowl, the last couple years, Royce Freeman, or not Royce Freeman, Devontae Freeman yeah. hasn't been the same. The Falcons are irrelevant. Right. Now that Gurley's not the same, Goff is kind of trending towards... Same thing. Yeah, but yeah. putting up big numbers like 500 yeah. plus yards, three touchdowns in a kind of a blowout. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, to your point too, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but... I know Devonta Freeman. That year they went to the Super Bowl, he was had a monster. Oh season. yeah, you know that was probably his best season. And he, he was had, putting up crazy numbers, right? right? And that's that same kind of you know play action based offense yeah. right there. So. Yeah, there's and Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius. Right. Sean McVay, offensive exactly. genius. Yeah. Really, really eerily similar. And now they're going head to head in the same division because oh, Shanahan's yeah. the head coach of the Niners. That's right. Who's undefeated? Cool. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And Garoppolo is the next coming of these, you know quarterbacks like is he good or is his yeah. coach just fucking a genius you know he could be the next because garoppolo right i mean we'll get to that later yeah but, you know, that's a that's a weird thing too. yeah but uh, so we'll we'll monitor that yeah one thing i want to say about the bucks though is that that offense looks pretty fucking potent you know oh, yeah. between mike evans i mean chris god mike godwin chris, uh, godwin? chris, godwin, chris yeah. godwin is kind of emerging as a uh like number one like a stud yeah. yeah he's a stud really is and then Ronald Jones. I know he had uh, two running two running plays called back on oh, penalties. Yeah. I think one was like a fifty yarder and one was like a twenty five yarder. But yeah. he also had some just bruising, really good runs. I know he was playing in the Coliseum, which is where he played at USC. Back home, and yeah. I think he holds the uh, rushing record for the oh, Trojans. Yeah. Um, but he looks like a beast. And yeah. He looks like a guy that you know th- maybe this could be his breakout year. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is weird because there's like a committee kind of thing going on in their right. backfield but he looks like the way more talented yeah guy. i think the last couple of weeks if you look at it too like he's he's out touch pay and okay yeah pretty consistently so. yeah he's way more talented and then yeah chris godwin i i just heard of him because fancy he's supposed to be a sleeper right and now he's obviously fancy and real football aren't exactly the same but if you're the number one fantasy receiver that means you're that's putting a reflection up numbers. of reality yeah. right that's yeah. just yards touchdowns really yeah so he's the number one fantasy receiver right now. No, that's crazy. He's a number two, but where did he go to school? I have no idea. Yeah, I know so nothing about this dude. Research this guy. Yeah, he's just a big guy too. He's like similar to Mike Evans, just oh, okay. a big target. Yeah, that's why he gets so many touchdowns. Right. But yeah, that's an interesting team. They that whole division with them, like Panthers, Saints, mm-hmm. 
Falcons, they're all like that. Where exactly. They, they, beat each other. they could win any given week, but at yeah. the same time, they're not a consistent threat. They could beat the Rams at home, like in L.A., right. and then, but also lose to the Giants yeah, exactly. and a rookie quarterback. Exactly. So, yeah, they're another Jekyll and Hyde team. But I think this week was probably their peak. That's yeah, what the peak definitely. Buccaneers look like. But, okay, let's go. Uh, oh, this game was – this is one of the – okay, maybe the second most interesting game besides the Rams game. Chiefs versus Lions. Yeah. Chiefs somehow pull it out 34 to 30. It was that was a weird game. It was though. a weird game, because I mean, for the Chiefs to score that many points in Mahomes, you'd say, okay, the Chiefs are going to score thirty, and Mahomes isn't going to score uh, pass for touchdowns. I would not believe you. Not believe that, no. right? And uh, you know, the Lions have been doing this thing kind of all season. You saw it versus the Chargers, and you saw it versus the Eagles, and it worked pretty successfully. They're rushing three men and kind of just sitting back. Yeah, I think you know, uh, it worked on Mahomes. They kind of limited the big plays, which I think is the way to beat Kansas City is to limit their big plays. Um, but to Mahomes' credit, I felt like, and he kind of showed why he's considered to be as good as he is, is mm-hmm. because, you know, he found other ways to win the game. I think he had 50-plus rushing yards. He, he did, yeah. He had some big first-down rushes. Um, and at, toward the end of the game, he just kind of figured out if he just threw it shorter, you know, he was going to get these chunk plays uh, after the catch. And so credit to him for being able to do that. Yeah, he averaged nine yards a carry, so six for 54. Yeah, that's pretty good. Even though no picks, still 315 yards. Right. And he looked human, but still found a way to win. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no interceptions, like yeah. you said. So yeah. That's still pretty awesome. And that game-winning drive, there was really no doubt that they were going to score. Right. Because you just knew. That's just the feeling you get with Kansas City when yeah. their offense is out there. It's just yep. like, how are these guys really? Like, when they punt, it's a fucking shock to me. Yeah, like something went wrong. Yeah. Like, there was someone made a mistake. Right. Here. No, that's what exactly. You're always like Mahomes points at someone. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that got oh, fucked up. Fucking rookie, random rookie. Yeah. Exactly. But remember we talked about their their running game last week about how they have all these random running backs and they just need to do just enough. Right. That's exactly. That's how they won. Also, they had two different running backs scored. Daryl Williams, random ass numbers: eight carries, thirteen yards, terrible <laughs> average, two touchdowns, right. two touchdowns. and the game winning touchdown, and then Lashawn McCoy. Just continuing his revival tour, fifty-six yards and touchdown. Yeah. So that's where they got all their points, and like you said, the short passing to the running backs is like an extension of their run game. Right. Pretty sure, Darrell Williams forty-three receiving yards, Lashawn McCoy thirty-three. Right. So, so, so like nearly hundred. Yeah, and that's like the short passes that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then just something else I wanted to point out about this game. Did you see the play where Travis Kelsey caught a pass, and while he was in the air? Didn't even oh, lateral oh it. Like, God. volleyball set it back. I think that might be my favorite play of the season yeah, so far. That, that was, was so beautiful. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I was debating with Tim whether or not that was uh, designed or not. I don't think that no, was a design no, play. No, I don't think that so. That looked like it was just in the moment. It looked which, like Kelsey just right, right. Like, what's so genius about that is if it doesn't work, it's such a disaster. Yeah. But it, it worked perfectly. And yeah. It was just, it was Who tried? Someone tried to do that. It might have been in college. I think it was Reggie Bush. He tried to lateral to somebody on a similar play. Yeah. Like, when he was getting tackled. And, it, of course went horribly wrong but yeah. because they're not the Chiefs. I think I think Reggie Bush has done that like a couple times yeah. so he's probably failed once yeah the succeeded. thing is that is a genius play because yeah. no one's expecting it but you have to have right it's it got to be the right Kelsey. setup everything's kind of got to be yeah perfect. Yeah. yeah and that's just that's the Chiefs though they yeah. really are just no I mean it's it's incredible like how they're able to get you know these guys like you're talking about these running backs and there's these wide receivers come out of nowhere and no one knows who they are and get them to play so well yeah know, because 
you see across the league, you know, a lot of teams only have one or two guys to really throw to, and there's no mm-hmm. one else stepping up. And these guys, you know, it just seems like whoever next man up is, is ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's that's partly Andy Reid. It's probably partly Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, it's like a culture, I think. Right. And that's just, like, extending the Warriors analogy that we, right. you know, talked about last week, where the Warriors can bring in Quinn Cook, exactly. random dudes like that, Ian Clark. Oh, wow, this guy looks really good. And yeah. so the Chiefs, you know, every team has – there's teams where we give excuses to, like – the Eagles, oh, their receivers are banged up. The Falcons, everyone's hurt. The Chiefs lost their number one rece- receiver, right. arguably their number one running back, and Damian Williams haven't haven't missed a beat yeah. at all. And now that you say that, I mean, it's kind of a scary thought thinking of Tyreek Hill re-entering this offense. I heard he's practicing like, again. Right. It's, I've kind of got used to him not being there. And oh, it's, God. Still, it's still awesome, but it's like he's going to come back. and Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Jesus. That's It's going to be wild. That's not fair. Yeah, they don't need him. It's not fair. <laughs> But yeah. uh, we got to talk about the Lions, obviously, yeah. a little bit here. I know it was floated around in group text matches that uh, Matt Stafford is maybe the best quarterback in his division right now, in the toughest division in football, in a division that Aaron Rodgers currently resides mm-hmm. in. I mean, he's playing the best football, I think, of his life. I don't think he yeah. has – I think he maybe has one interception so far, maybe none. I'm not sure. But, I mean, he's uh, he's continually found ways to, you know, keep his team in the game and uh, – They've like I think they've 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 played the Eagles, they've played the Chargers, they've played the Chiefs. Obviously that Cardinals. Arizona game that was the an easier game, which they didn't win. But I But mean, he put up three hundred eighty five yards, three touchdowns, no picks in that game. Right. So they didn't yeah. tie because of him. Right, that's an that's an impressive performance. Yeah. And I think, you know, they also have a pretty good collection of uh pass catchers out there in Detroit. I know T J Hawks and the rookie just oh, yeah. got hurt, unfortunately, but he looked really good yeah. prior to that. Call uh Galladay seems to kind of be having a breakout season Marvin Jones is always like a reliable number yeah. two dude yeah that, they look good on Johnson looks really Carry good on Johnson yeah. yeah I think that's the best running back name in the NFL right now oh yeah just carry on yeah Johnson yeah just carry for on. fantasy team purposes and everything yeah. oh, there's endless names to be mined but no Matt or yeah Frat Stafford having a great season uh, two picks but, oh yeah nine touchdowns and this is the thing so they lost by four in this game and if it was if we just left it at that you know, they could take the moral victory. Like right. We played the Chiefs the closest anyone has this season. They fumbled twice with the ball oh, right. within the five-yard line, and one of those fumbles got taken back 100 yards for a touchdown on a really weird play. Bizarre play. It yeah. was the right call, but I've, you never see that. No, you really never. don't. When it's in a pile and so they fumble, they just... Yeah. That, I guess that's the thing, though. They're so scared. The refs, are, they have PTSD from that mm-hmm. Rams... Uh, Saints game last week, right, or two weeks ago, that they're just letting every play. They're not blowing right. any play. No, down. I guarantee there's some sort of mandate set out mm-hmm. by the NFL. It's like if this happens, just let that shit yeah. fly. You know, because that that was one where no one else was running. Like the right. dude on the line started running. No one. No, it him. seemed like it was a dead play. Yeah, I mean, it made no sense. And it was it's weird too because it was such an obvious. It was a pretty clear fumble. It was. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was close, but it was a, it was a clear fumble mm-hmm. that no one else reacted to it. But uh, yeah, it was a weird play. Yeah, and strange. so I mean, if they put. That's a 14-point swing right there. That's just that's like yeah. one of the worst, hardest plays to overcome. In no, football. yeah. If you're if you're the Lions, I think you're kicking yourselves after that game. I yeah. mean, you're, like you said, you're proud to a certain extent because you, you started off the season well and you took one of the best teams to the wire. But that's one you could have had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you're looking back at the season, because that division is crazy. If they you know miss the playoffs or miss out on a better seed because of one game. It could come down to right. that. And, that, and like we said, that's, that's going to be a tight division throughout yeah. the season. So games matter. So now they're 2-1-1, one, one, which 
weird not the greatest record anymore so i think that's like the perfect record to uh, represent their season so far yeah Yeah. almost like should have beat the chiefs but then he tied to the and should have lost to the cardinals just lions but i'm i'm kind of a lions fan this season i like their team i've I've always loved matt stafford and his you know kind of gunslinging mentality yeah Yeah. he is very philip rivers-esque He's got that. Like He's Phillip got a little Jr. bit of that in him for sure. Yeah. I can see it. He could maybe take up the mantle when he retires. It's his prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's take a quick break and okay. then get to some more games. All right. We're back. Let's get into. Eh, let's, let's get this game out of the way, please. Uh, Vikings, Bears. This is a very somber edition of the Trubiscuits Corner. Very so somber. we'll uh, pour out some Teddy Grahams yeah. to take a moment of silence for his shoulder. Because that maybe I mean uh, this might sound like a dick dick thing to say, but maybe he throws better now. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I kind of already miss him too. Yeah. For whatever reason, you know. It's just um, sad to see him hurt. It is sad to see him hurt. It's kind of becoming a trend too for him. I think he missed a couple games last year. Yeah. The year before that, so uh, yeah, this is maybe becoming a concern with him. I don't know, but I mean the Bears' defense. I I think no one's gonna doubt the quality that they have. Right. They're they're still good. They're really good. I think they're the best defense in the league. But their offense continues to suck, obviously. Um, the Vikings, I mean, what are the Vikings doing? I mean, the Vikings are, they're three and two. Two and two now. Two and two, yeah. They're two and two. Um, I just feel like this idea that they're just going to run the ball down everyone's throat and, yeah. you know, play defense, I just don't know if it's going to work for the whole season. Kirk Cousins is going to have to throw the ball at some point. Yep. And, like, you're paying the guy whatever it is, $55 million or something like that. I think it's even worse. Yeah, but, it's, it's, yeah. it's probably way worse. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he needs, to, he needs to throw the ball. I think, you know, a lot of people would have argued that they had the best receiving duo in the league coming into the season. Yeah, probably. In, in uh, Diggs and Thielen. I know Thielen was coming off that big season. So, I mean, you got to take advantage of that more, I think, if you're the Vikings. Yeah, and so I forgot to say the score, but, yeah, Bears win 16-6. I just didn't even want to say it. Yeah. It's just so sad. That's what. So that combined score is less than the Chiefs score in a random second quarter <laughs> but anyways yeah so so yeah we didn't really learn much we kind of just reinforced what we already knew like i said right. bears defense elite vikings offense what the hell right like right. and that's yeah we t- we said it last week when that run game power run game isn't working mm. then what do you do and when is Kirk Cousins going to be able to you know and like i i think there's this plays out there who looks scared like he doesn't want to oh, yeah. make the throw i think he's kind of lost his confidence whatever confidence he had sort of okay. because it's obvious he might not say it, but it's obvious his coaches and his team don't have the faith in him that he would probably like them to have. Yeah, they're making that obvious. Right, right. And so I think, right. And so I think that's kind of coming out in his play a little bit. Yeah, and this was so like we said, he, they're two and two now, zero oh and two in the division, which we've already said multiple times, which is tough bad. division. Yeah, that's, so that's gonna be tough. That like already might be insurmountable, but right. there was also some blowups. It looks like they're having some chemistry issues now. So. Thielen, Thielen called out uh, Kirk Cousins after the game. Oh, really? Like, specifically said, you know, at some point we have to be able to throw. Ooh. That can only be a shot at one person. Right. And then Stephon Diggs missed practice today for non-injury related reasons. And I've just been seeing stuff that he's asking for a trade. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has, like, less than, like, 15 receptions this season. They're, him and Thielen's numbers right. are not... Like, this was his good. best game. I think he had, like, eight for, like, 107 yards or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. But... Prior to this, I mean, he was averaging like maybe two two receptions a game, which for a receiver of his level is just yeah, you, that can't be happening. He has commercials. He's on Directv commercials, right. and he's yeah. getting the ball no, thrown yeah. twice. I mean, he's also part of like one of the biggest plays, if not the biggest play in Vikings history. You know. Yep. Um, no, that's it's really weird. 
And, you know, I think last year, I know they fired Filippo, their offensive coordinator, because they were passing too much. And I think they were probably throwing the ball too often, mm-hmm. especially with Dalvin Cook. But this is kind of an overcorrection. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And even this game, Dalvin Cook only got 14 carries. Right. So that's not ideal. I mean, yeah, I felt like they probably were barely on offense most of the game because they yeah. just kept punting the ball. Yeah. And now, next thing we know, we look up, the Bears are 3-1. and one. Right. And Somehow. Yep. I mean, they don't have a quarterback still, but... Nope. Chase Daniel. 3-1. 22 for 30, 195 in a touchdown against the Vikings those, defense. Those are Trubisky-esque numbers. That's like ideal Trubisky. <laughs> right. right That's what you want him to do. Right, Just right. don't throw it too much, but complete the passes. Yeah, so at what point does, like, does Chase Daniels, like, you know, maybe... We'll see. We'll see. And we've seen... The guy's a career backup. Yeah. We'll probably see. Maybe for a reason, but we've seen this season already. The Panthers look better with Kyle Allen yeah. instead of Cam Newton. That's no doubt. The Saints don't look better, but they they don't they've they, won twice. Two and oh yeah, they've won two as the starter versus two of the tougher you know teams in their division. Yeah, or and, league or yeah, right in the league. Yeah, they beat in the whole NFC. Yeah, right? they beat the, the uh, Seahawks, Seahawks and, and then yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys. We'll get. To, I'm excited to talk about that game. But yeah, so maybe I mean Matt Nagy Nagy, however you say it. He's he's okay. So he's a smart coach. We'll see how smart he is. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> when Trubiscus comes back. Right, right. If he's like, nope, this is our guy. Yeah. I mean, and then they'll probably go on to lose right. the next couple well, games. Well, and that's the thing about this like this defense, too, is like there's there's a window for every team, you know, and I think the window for this Bears team is going to be, it was partly last season, that's going to be this season, and maybe it's going to be next season. But you don't yeah. know how long that window is going to last, and when you have a defense this good, I mean, this is, a de- this is a Super Bowl winning defense. Oh, for sure. And I don't think anyone could doubt that, you know, and... You have to do whatever it takes to win, whether that means, you know, benching your future franchise quarterback or whatever. You know, you got to yeah. do what it takes to win. And I'm not saying Chase Daniels. I mean, Chase Daniel could very well go out and throw three interceptions next game. Like that's totally it's possible in the realm of possibility. <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna. Yeah, the Bears got to figure their offense out. Yeah, this defense though. Okay, so they have given up 45 points total through four games. That's that's impressive. Elite yeah. is an understatement. Definitely. And they haven't played the greatest offenses, but what do you want them to do? Right. The most they gave up in a game is 15 points. So Which was to who? The Redskins. The Redskins. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Just random Case Keenum <coughs> game. Right. But the Bears are dangerous just because of that defense. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a threat to win every game yeah. versus any team. Yeah. And the Vikings could be because they have a similar, not as good of a defense, yeah. but... They have a better. They should have a better offense. Yeah, because they have two of the best receivers right. in the league, probably. Or right. yeah, probably. No, definitely. And then top three running back in terms of stats through. No, I think Dalvin Dalvin Cook is a beast. Man. Yeah, like that guy is. He's faster than you think he'd be. He's right. stronger than you think he'd be. He's a good, really good running back. We just didn't see him too much last year because he was hurt. Right. So people probably forgot how good exactly. he actually is. And I mean, that's another thing too is like if he gets hurt. Yeah, and you're oh, kind of you're back to like, oh, Kirk Cousins is now has to throw the ball all the time, and then that'll be right. That'll be a rough experiment, right. I think. Definitely, <laughs> but okay, let's go to a, oh, a more interesting game: battle of the of two of the undefeated teams, Bills versus Patriots in Buffalo. I'm not quite sure how many tables were jumped through <laughs> during the tailgates before the game, but many. I'm guessing over a hundred. Many, yes. but so the Patriots win. I believe it was sixteen to ten. Yeah. But the Bills' defense just proved that they have a case for the number one defense in the league, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Along, I would say 
it's Bills, Patriots, Bears in some order. Yeah. Those would be my top three defenses probably through these four games. But the Patriots won despite Tom Brady, which doesn't happen very right. often, which is scary because he's going to figure it out. Did he have a pick six? Oh, no. He had, just had a bad He had bad a pick in the red zone. Right. That would have put the game away. Yeah. Which you never see. Right. No, I, I mean, the Bills' defense, like you said, they, they look really good. But, I mean, I think they had four turnovers on offense. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, but to have four turnovers versus the Patriots and only lose by six, six. that's that's a pretty big statement right it there. Is. So, um, yeah, no, I mean— Josh Allen, did he get hurt too? Kind of yeah, there, the end got, of the game. He got concussed. I mean, it looks like he might play, but right. he took a crazy hit. Yeah, Josh Allen's kind of like he's kind of got a little Jameis in him almost in that like he he's has this like incredible ability to make these big plays, mm-hmm. but he also just makes these goofy ass plays that just result in terrible turnovers. Yeah, where yeah. you're just like, what what is going through his head right there? And that's what you know? he can't do against the Patriots, right? Because he threw three interceptions. I don't know if he had any fumbles, but three picks. And that's like, you can't, the Patriots aren't going to beat themselves. Right. So you can't give them, you know, can't hand, hand them the game like that. I'm pretty sure they had a, a special teams touchdown too, right? I think I they think blocked so. a punt and scored. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they did. Blocked right. So, I mean, really, you only gave up oh, yeah. one score. Nine points. And a field goal. Yeah, to the Patriots. Wow. That's, yeah. So the Patriots just showed that they're finding new ways to win. Right which they always do. Yeah, and I thought this could have been like one of those weird games that the Patriots lose. They kind of tend to drop a random game early yeah. in the season. Um, but, no, yeah, I think this this looks like the two best teams in that division for sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, actually definitely. far and away. But, definitely. Yeah. And now the Bills. So the Bills go to 3-1, and one, but obviously there's no such thing as a good loss, but that's not the worst loss. It's not the worst loss. Four yeah. turnovers to zero for the Patriots. You lose by six. Right. You figure you make some you know adjustments, limit the turnovers. That's a team you could beat. Yeah. In and, your mind, that's a good way to think, at least. Yeah. Not saying that's really what how it is, but... And yeah. Josh Allen just needs to be just more of a game manager. Yeah. Just, I don't know who he needs to model his game after, but just, like, don't try and do too much. He was trying to be a hero. Yeah, and like, and, exactly. You know, let me make this crazy pass and right. double coverage. Don't do that. That's rather... That's not rather you not work. make that, right? No, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But the Bills are... They're a fun team to watch, surprisingly. Yeah. Even though you don't really think of them as having weapons they have enough like sneaky uh-huh. guys like cole beasley apparently has like 30 something receptions yeah, cole beasley is an elite in the slot he's yeah. kind of one of those underrated guys and then john brown's their number one receiver right and that guy's burner he's coming on big zay time. jones is a three frank right. Gore, like we said last week we didn't have an adjective for it he's the ageless wonder he's yeah he's just a rock he's like that say. pokemon I don't know what the name of it. No, I know exactly the one you're talking about. But just yeah. a rock. The boulder one. Yeah, like yeah. when he takes his helmet off, it doesn't really look much different. Yeah, he doesn't like have a neck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's nuts, dude. I, I think they're just like, a, they're a tough team. Yeah. You know? They got that hard-nosed mentality, and it's going to carry him far, I think. I like their coach, too. Yeah, he's... I don't really know much about him, but he seems like... seems underrated, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I like his interviews. He's a smart guy. Yeah, and he just obviously has the... No one thought the Bills were going to be 3-1 and one no. at this point, I don't think. Right. I think a lot of people thought they were going to get blown out. But you did call it last week. You said this would be a close game. Yeah, and I think uh, in a you look at the AFC right now, a lot of, you know, you have the Chiefs and then you have the Patriots, and the Bills are 3-1. and one, And then a lot of the other teams te- people expected to contend are 2-2. Two and two, So yeah. the, Bills, the Bills are looking good. Right now, if you go on NFL.com and you go standings by conference, the Bills are third place in yeah. the AFC. There's no other 3-1 and one teams. Exactly. So... It's a good place to be. Probably won't keep it up, right. but... It's still early. Yeah. And again, when you have a defense like that, 
and a solid running game, and they'll get Devin Singletary back, right. that rookie. That's the formula right yeah. there. Yeah, and I mean, they get to benefit from their crappy division, too, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yeah, know? yeah. They get the, like we said, Jets and the Dolphins. I don't think they've each. played the Dolphins yet, have they? Oh, they might not have. So they, they oh. you can say two dubs right two there, wins, most likely. And then another yeah. against the Jets, probably. Right. Unless Mr. Mono comes back, but who knows? <laughs> what the fuck is that, by the way? <laughs> Supposedly, I hear you. He can't, he's like, no way he could play. Like, that's what they're saying. They're just like, oh, there's just no way Sam Darnold. Like, is this the fucking craziest case of Mono I've ever heard of? I man? heard. Okay, so we're not going to talk about the Jets because they, they don't deserve to be talked about. Dude. Yeah, they had a bye, too. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> like, but that too. this is our Jets topic. So I heard it's when you have Mono, your spleen is enlarged. Right. So if he can't play because if he gets hit, his spleen could explode. Which that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. I mean, that's a what? life-threatening fucking thing. But oh, I just you know, it. I was in high school once, and I've you know there were kids around me that got mono. It was, it was usually like a week or two. You yeah, know? Sam Darnold's sitting out for four weeks. Dude, because Darnold can't stay off the road. <laughs> Clearly, he can't stay off the road. <laughs> can't, dude. They just need to hire like a handler for him. Yeah, just be like, Sam, we're staying home tonight. We're just gonna. We're gonna. Here we're gonna tonight. find him this weekend, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we should. Like, dude, go home. Sam Darnold, what are you doing here? We're just gonna man? see him at a party, a frat party, just going around to people. Are you drinking out of that cup? Are you done with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Jets talk. <laughs> so figure it out, Darnold. Yeah, please, because you're a good player. We want to see you succeed, man. All right, Browns Ravens, another super strange game. Yeah, not the the outcome that we were expecting. No, not really. But I believe it was what the Browns scored forty points, forty to twenty five. Yeah. No, that was that was a weird game. I think we talked a little bit last week though about how the Ravens hadn't necessarily proved a lot yet in yeah. the season. You know, they the, their score versus the Chiefs I think probably looked better than the game actually indicated. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, for them to lose to the Browns team, which I think we're both kind of still iffy on. Yeah, like this kind of indicates where they are as a team. As they I, they have a lot of potential, but they still have a lot of work to do. And um, as far as the Browns, I mean. They they ran all over the Ravens. Obviously, the, um, the Ravens are known for their defense, as vaunted mm-hmm. defense, and that's something they just are lacking this season. Like yeah. they, that just does it's not there for them. That defense is not there. No. I mean, Nick Chubb's like that long run he had was kind of ridiculous in that. That was insane. Yeah, that was. That was I, I didn't just, know he had speed like that. I was like gonna say either. I didn't realize he was that yeah, fast. No, I, I thought he was no just idea. like kind of like a chubby dude. Yeah, but, I, maybe yeah. it's just his last name. But I thought yeah. he was more of a bruiser. <laughs> but then there's that hole shows up, boom, part the Red Sea, and then yeah. he just like he was yeah. shot out of a cannon. No, that was wild. And then. Baker Mayfield has wheels too. I don't know because they showed Baker Mayfield running down the sideline while Chubb was going. Yeah, and he was like, he was catching up. He was dusting something. No, people. I hear he's been uh, laying off the natty lights. That's probably okay, has good. a lot to do with it. Yeah, because yeah. he looked like Baker Chubb Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these are really that was the Browns team that we were waiting to see. Like right. their defense looked good because they have talent on their defense, and then the offense just we want to see Chubb do that because right. he's a monster. And then Mayfield did just enough. Still threw a pick, but he might not go a, a single game this year without throwing a pick. Right. But did what he had to do, 340 and a touchdown. Yeah. I think the Browns, like, everything around Mayfield is good enough that kind of like what you're saying with Josh Allen is he mm-hmm. doesn't have to do too much. If he's just more of a game manager and, you know, limits his turnovers and protects the ball, I think the Browns will be better off than him trying to scramble around and make these crazy plays. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. He just has to trust everyone else on his team. Right. And that's what I think... That's what, like in college, sure, he could put up crazy numbers because you're not playing against right. that much talent. But he was more of like his confidence and his decision-making is what got him drafted number one. Right. So that's what he has to do here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like you said, he has all the weapons. 
Jarvis Landry out of nowhere, yeah. 167 yards, got a concussion, which sucks. But of course. Odell didn't do anything. 20 yards on two catches, and they still put up 40. All right, he had a, like a really nice incompletion that he threw, but that was that was about it. Yeah. yeah. So and seven targets, so that's good that he's looking for him. But if if Landry has to sit out, OBJ, yeah, more than capable of handling. But that's a huge win for that division too, because now the Browns are at the yeah. top of that division. Yeah. Already beat the Ravens, and we'll see the Steelers and Bengals. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to talk about that game later, but the Browns look like the best team in that division now. Right, and like we said, I think that's we believe both believe that's like probably a one-team playoff division. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see two teams coming out of that division. So, whoever, you know, that was that that was probably the two best teams right there. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, not impressed by the Ravens after these last two weeks. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, we can't get we can't get too blown away by these teams who like blow out the dolphins exactly i mean that's what everyone's doing yeah yeah like find me a team that hasn't blown out the dolphins that's played them right and then if that happens then we probably know they suck right so we're not gonna overrate them exactly and also i mean look at that a cardinal team that hasn't really had a competitive game since they played the ravens and that was a pretty competitive game so should have put more stock into that right exactly but here let's go random game but really fun to watch panthers texans could have been fun just because i have mccaffrey and he had in fantasy he had 37 touches yeah 27 carries 10 catches no it's pretty awesome yeah. i think kyle allen we've talked about this obviously continues to look good and i think he's just able to make those kind of simple throws that cam newton for whatever reason just can't make right now mm-hmm. and i think that's benefiting uh the panthers a lot um the texans this was just kind of like a dull game from them like there's just yeah. they they didn't really give any spark there's nothing really that was fun to watch them do it was, it was no. kind of weird their offense is just so frustrating still. right like they have all these i guess maybe they're just really missing a running back that could be it yeah like just they have all these receivers and then deshaun watson but they can't protect him right. and they have no run game yeah so i guess maybe that's what it is. i think those go hand in hand i mean yeah. points to a bad offensive line for sure but uh yeah, the Texans, I mean, it's going to be another one of those fringe kind of wild card yeah. AFC teams. Yeah, because they, they had a good case up until this week of being the third best team in, right. the, in the AFC. And, and now I think, right. Yeah. It doesn't look that great. Now it looks like they could be like in that middle of the pack range right yeah. there. But just from watching this game, it really, like the Panthers, there's something about them that just seems dangerous. I don't know what no, it is. Yeah. They look good. Like they're not going to blow anyone out. But their defense is really good, their actually. Their defense is really good. Luke Keekley is a Luke monster. Yeah. He really is just like McCaffrey on the other side of the ball. He is. Just make he's on every play. Yeah. Covering guys. Like he'll do that thing where he makes it look like he's gonna blitz and then somehow gets back and like tips a pass away to a tight end or no, something. No, it's incredible. I really think he's probably the best middle linebacker in football. Yeah. And then McCaffrey might be the best running back. Yeah. At least the most used. So they have important pieces and then yeah, game manager. That's like the theme of this week, I guess, is the importance of game managers right. as long as you can just make the right plays yeah and kyle allen so he's he had an okay game but he turned he fumbled three times and lost all three Jesus. and they still won right and he's young he's still learning how to be you know a starter two and oh right against who did they beat last no no it was the cardinals okay cardinals. but against the cardinals and the texans so still that was his first start yeah you know? yeah and that wasn't the close game so yeah. he did what he was supposed to do through right. four touchdowns so he's only going to get better, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, like a guy like that, a rookie coming in, I mean, he's going to turn the ball over. You know? Yeah. That's, that's inevitably it's going to happen. If you could still win while he's doing it, then that's fucking awesome. Yep, because once he cuts down on those simple like, right. rookie mistakes. But, yeah, no, the Panthers look good. All right, let's go to 
Another uh, bird matchup, Seahawks-Cardinals. The Cardinals just... Uh, we don't have to talk about this game for too long, but the Cardinals just suck. Yeah. But Kyler Murray looks good. Like He makes plays where he does. you think, oh, he's going to be solid yeah, like, exactly. for a long time. He's making those plays where it's like, he hasn't, he's not like a great quarterback out there, but he's showing enough where it's like, okay, if this guy can improve, he's going to be yeah. good. You know? um, but yeah, this was like, I, I kind of expected the Seahawks to come out and dominate because of what happened to them last week. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in which they should have won that game, and they kind of just came out flat. Gave it away, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think Cliff Kingsbury as a coach, he's still learning, obviously. I don't, like, he doesn't really seem to have a lot of command of his team at this point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, it's looked like Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want to see him do, yeah. just veteran, just he knows, let's not mess around, let's right, just right. smack these guys. Yeah, I hope, I hope Kyler Murray was watching him while he was on the yeah. bench, too, because that's, that's the guy to emulate if you're Kyler yeah, Murray. Yeah, actually, that's what, it, it kind of reminded me how Kyler Murray doesn't, run like Lamar Jackson does but he does move around like Russell Wilson to right. make plays but he's so he can move around in the pocket and make guys miss without really running you know yeah exactly like just moving but still being ready to throw no he's got a pocket presence yeah. too, which is big he's for just so guys quick age. too yeah like Russell Wilson is obviously bigger than him so Kyler Murray just has these moves where like I feel like he's so frustrating to go against as a defensive lineman because mm-hmm. you think you have him and then he just slips out randomly. Right. You're like, what the hell? Where'd, where'd this dude go? Right. So they I mean, they have a ton of holes. They're not a good team. But they we've seen them play yeah. teams close. I mean, no, tied yeah. the Lions, almost almost beat the uh, the Ravens. They're not fun to watch, but it's like yeah. you see the, the hope. No, them. I think uh, Larry Fitzgerald kind of seems like he's got this like second energy from the whole thing, too. He yeah. kind of seems happier and more revitalized out there. and He's made some nice plays. Yeah. It seems like he... He's at least appreciating that, like, oh, this guy, Kyler Murray, has a future. Yeah. So let me, like, help him while I right. can. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to be here that much longer. It makes me wonder, too, and this is just kind of like a theoretical, you know, stoner thing off topic, but, like, what if Larry Fitzgerald was on a good team at some point in his career? I mean, what could he have done as a receiver? Because every time I watch him play, he's just – he's looks like the best to me out there. You yeah. know, and I think, like, coming into the league, that's what a, how a lot of people saw him is, like, this guy could be the GOAT type. And, I mean – He's he's been amazing, obviously, in his career. But I think you know he hasn't had a lot of great quarterbacks throwing to him. Yeah, Carson Palmer was the only Carson Palmer. I mean, Kurt Warner. I think he oh, had yeah. Kurt Warner for like a season, yeah. maybe uh, when they went. That was like their best team. Did they go to the Super Bowl? I think they went to the Super Bowl with him. Um, yeah, but um, I almost wish you know we could like de-age him and just give him Kyler Murray. Just give him a young Larry. That yeah. would be pretty cool. <laughs> but okay, uh, move on to. Oh, actually, let's take a break and then yeah, we'll okay. just get the last three. All right, I'm just gonna give you the floor here. Chargers stomp the Dolphins, thirty to ten. Nice. Philip Rivers put up three ten and two touchdowns. Yeah. So let me just ask you this: with Austin Eckler in what might be his last game as like the lead running back, put up two touchdowns and over 120 mm-hmm. yards from scrimmage. So let me ask you: how do you feel about Melvin Gordon coming back next week against the Broncos? Well, I think if you're if you're a Chargers fan, you got to be excited about Melvin Gordon coming back. I mean, regardless of you know the fact that the Chargers have been able to replicate his production without him, having a guy of his caliber just in you know having that body to run the ball is just it's it's going to be big for the Chargers. But I don't think I think Austin Eckler is best suited as that kind of scat back, that third down guy that could come out of the backfield and catch passes. 
I would and, say uh, so. Today. I think, yeah, I really think he's maybe the best in the NFL right now at doing that. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. And so um, I don't really think he's a guy that's built to be the lead runner over a 16 game series or a 16 game season. And um, I think uh, it's actually going to benefit him, Melvin Gordon, coming back, and he's going to be able to, you know, have even more production. I think. Yeah. Can he be like a James White? Definitely. Type running back. Yeah. But maybe better. I uh, even better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, but uh, I think he's going to continue to get those touchdowns. I mean, last year. You know, he was able to score a lot with Melvin Gordon in that lead position. So I think it's just going to benefit the Chargers definitely in the long run. Yeah. That'll help Phillip, too, if he could have someone to just dump it off to. But also, like, I, I felt the same way about I didn't think he's built to be at every down back. Mm-hmm. But he's been getting carries. Oh, yeah. So it's like if you need it's not it could be better than James White because yeah. James White can't run. Yeah. Like when he's in the game, you know it's a pass. Right. With Eckler, it could be no. Like, he's a he's know. a good runner. He's yeah. the type of guy's like if you could just give him one carry, and if the, if there's a hole, he could pop it open and yeah. go for twenty or thirty yards. So he could get like, I bet he'll get like I would try and get him like five to eight carries a game. Exactly. In, these, in, the, in the right spots, you know. Okay. Let's go through the, these really quick. Jags Broncos. I mean, Minshew's just yeah. He's the man. Minshew's the man. Uh, I do find it kind of comical that the Broncos have kind of lost the same way twice this season. Yeah. Um, scoring, you know, late touchdowns and then having a team going back down the field goal and, like, back down the field in, like, less than 60 seconds and kicking a field goal for the win. That has to be so deflating. Yeah, very deflating, you know. Uh, I The Broncos are 0-4. They seem like... They're 0-4. They feel, I feel like they're better than 0-4, but yeah. at the same time, they haven't won a game, so... Yeah. And they play the Chargers this week, so the prospects of winning, not that bright. So that AFC South division, all four teams are 2-2. Two and two. So, what are you supposed to make of that? Yeah, it's gonna be a tight one. I mean, gotta, okay, if you had to pick right now, who's gonna win that division? Okay, well, I would go quarterbacks in that division. Okay, so you have Brissett, you have Minshew, you have um, Watson, and you have Mariota. Mariota. Uh, <laughs> okay, so cross the Titans off. <laughs> They're out. Okay, then it comes down uh, to Minshew, uh, Brissett. I think Watson's Watson. the best quarterback in that, but I'm, I mean Minshew, you know, he's like he's the hot guy coming up. I want to go with the Colts, I think. The Colts? Yeah. That seems like the safe option. Like, that's probably right. I, I want to think it's going to be the Texans just because. Okay, let's get into Sunday night football. This game is awesome. Cowboys at Saints. Saints win 12-10. to 10. Teddy, two gloves, Bridgewater. 2-0 now. 2-0. Against Seattle. Yeah, he looked good, too. I mean, he had some moments where it was like, eh. But overall... He looks like he's handling his shit, and it yeah. kind of makes sense why they paid him the money they paid him, and he decided to stick around. Like with a lot of Cowboys games, they just didn't seem to have that push to you know yeah. get it done. But they just just can't come through on like big games like this. Yeah, it just never happens. Just never for trust them. them. I almost think they're on prime time too much. Maybe. Yeah, they just they're just so I don't know. They look so fun the first three weeks, and then yeah, this week was just so back to like the old Cowboys. I think the Saints defense though definitely that, that that looks like a really really good defense. They they remind me of like a classic college football team, like a southern team, like a LSU. Those years when they had like the shitty white quarterbacks yeah. where it's like right. some guy you They might know. only put up 12 points like they did against the Cowboys. Right. But their defense is good enough to where like we're shutting you down and our offense is just can be good enough to like score enough points, not right. get shut out and score like 15 to 20 points a game for sure that's what they've done the last two weeks yeah against two good teams yeah so 
they're not fun to watch. It's <laughs> kind of sad because the Saints used to have one of the most fun offenses. But that's Sean Payton. Yeah, I mean, it, and the guy's a genius. So we shouldn't be that surprised because this is the same Saints team that there's a world like a not too different world where they won the last two Super Bowls or they've right. been to two at least yeah, exactly. the last two and who knows if they win one or two exactly and you think they probably would have got one yeah right I mean you think they're getting one it's wild and they go in there twice with the same team yeah it's like they're winning it right I mean yeah. like they, they they won their first Super Bowl off like Katrina and things like yeah, that so exactly. it, was all, it was all about you know emotion exactly yeah no, I think it's. They also look like they just have the best team right now in the NFC, at least. Yeah, you, know. you just trust them the right. most, probably. Exactly. Anytime you could have you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league go out and then have a backup come in and you go two and zero versus two good teams. And I mean, it doesn't mean the Cowboys suck either necessarily. Yeah. Like at least their defense right. is solid. Their offense just that looked rough. Yeah. I mean, anytime Zeke is rushing for under fifty yards, you're probably not going to win if you're the Cowboys. And that's like what was supposed to be different about them this year because in the past years we've seen when their offense is not good mm-hmm. they're not really serious contenders at all right so that was not good to see that right. but kind of looks like the same cowboys team we've been seeing yeah they just reverted back to especially with with uh witten out there <laughs> it was yeah. really just like flashbacks he had that uh one like he had like a 20 yard catch and he just got rail railed and just, just the dude just lost the him. ball like, yeah just took his cookies it was yeah, sad it was, it was ugly he looked like, like a a, he looked move. like an old man out there yeah a classic move just like just got it punched out from behind all right it's like dude you should you should know like you're here because <laughs> right. you're not gonna do that exactly he was he might have been nervous it's his first time on like prime time probably since he was being on calling TV. it yeah doing a terrible Which job so weird too. that's yeah. so weird that he's playing again but yeah it is weird he fucking brett Favre that shit I bet you he called. Do you think he called Jerry Jones? Was that his first call? You think? Yeah, like, he had to, right? Like Jerry, I want to come back. Well, like, I wonder if, if Jerry was like, "Damn, bro, you just had a terrible season, like a terrible year at right. this job. You probably want to come back and exactly. just hit him up." Ooh, so you think Jerry hit? He him might have up. recruited him. Interesting. Felt that they but needed him. But probably when Jerry called was probably like, yeah. "Oh, I was about to call right. you." All right, the Cowboys are still three and one in a division that doesn't look great, so. Not the end of the world for them. No. All right. Let's go. This was this week really was like Monday night and Thursday night football switched places. They did like Freaky Friday thing. Yeah. Because Thursday night game was awesome. Monday night game was so boring. So Bengals, Steelers. Steelers just with the most boring 27 to 3, I believe, win ever. Um, the Steelers, I don't know. I was they pulled out a lot of gimmicks to win this game, like the their run offense. There was a lot of kind of like trickery and things like that, kind of like strange option passes. Like they're running the wildcat, right? They're they're running the wildcat a lot, yeah. And they were doing it like a lot, yeah. You know, good win for the Steelers, but you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep that up. They can't play like that against yeah, good teams. Exactly. No way. Like that's like a one week thing. Yeah. Like I just need to win this week, so we're pulling this shit. That's out. what Tomlin had to do. Exactly. They were zero three. If they would have lost to the Bengals, and went zero and four on Monday Night Football, yeah, bad that would look. be it. Would be bad. Yeah. It would be. There'd be alarms going off everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, good for them for doing what they did, but the same problems that have been there all years just still there. So I don't really know. Yeah. So. Hopefully Monday night next week. Thursday night sick. We got Seahawks 
Rams. Who, uh, who are the Chargers playing? Broncos. Broncos. What do you see happening in that game? Easy dub? Or does it get scary? Is it is it at... Uh, it's at the stub, it's at bro. It's oh, at it's the at the stub? stub? No, bro. It's uh, the Dignity Health Stadium now, man. It's not the stub hub? It's the Dignity Health Care Stadium. Yeah. If your health care is through that company, you have no <laughs> dignity. What? Dignity, yeah. Uh, if you're we playing still football call in a soccer it. stadium. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I expect this to be a uh, a victory for the Chargers. I mean, if it's a loss, it's a really bad early loss, and I think it's one of those games that, like, later down in the season will, you know, could bite you in the ass and potentially miss out on the playoffs because of it. So it's kind of a, it's a one you have to have. Definitely. It's a little scary. Yeah. So we're going to end it here. So that's week four. We've got some sick matchups week five, so we'll get back to those next week. Signing off here. What do you got? If you had to give the Chargers pep talk this week against the Broncos, what are you saying? Uh, just don't get injured. Just stay in the game because we're running out of bodies. Like This is desperation. Get time, guys. Like Play like it. All right. I think they're pumped up. Peace out. All right. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh,